Kyle Larson crashing out late in a race where he has a lot of speed. William Byron winning a race due to Kyle Larson crashing. Bubba Wallace being involved in an instant late when it looks like he could win. We've seen all of this before this year, but today's race at Texas was truly unlike anything that I've ever seen, ever. This is Mario Andretti, and you are listening to Below the Yellow Line. Hello, everybody, and welcome into the NASCAR post-race show, YouTube edition, and podcast for today's Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 400 clunky race name and a clunky race. Um, the, the racing product just isn't good at Texas Motor Speedway. It, it was better towards the end. This race was better than the race there in 2021. It was much better than the race there last year. However... In this race and the Xfinity race, which we'll cover on Tuesday, just simply too many tire issues. Too many issues that don't happen anywhere but Texas. That needs to be fixed. Texas is still not a good racetrack. The racing at Texas Motor Speedway is not good. However, it was good for like 10 laps when you had Bubba and Larson going for the win and Kyle Larson, who would have easily won this race, probably, if not for Daniel Suarez spinning before the Blaney crash and then all the chaos unfolded, um, spins on the inside of Wallace, backs it into the wall, and going to one of his worst tracks, if not his worst track at Talladega, he's only two points above the cut line. Bubba Wallace, who collected three total stage points today, won the pole and comes out third, the most disappointing third of his career, probably, had a chance he beat out Larson. Like, Larson made a mistake. His car got loose. This couldn't beat out Byron. And uh, ultimately, it was Chastain who got around him for second. So, great day for Bubba. He's only two points now below the cut line. The first two races in each round, or the first race in each round, rather, have been so big for him. Because remember, Darlington, he had that top 10, and he gained, I think, eight or nine points on the cut line. Today, he gains 12. He was minus 14 coming into this race, and now opposite of Kyle Larson, he has momentum going to one of, if not his best tracks in Talladega. And then they kind of have a flip-flop again. Kyle Larson is good at the Roval. Bubba Wallace is not. So for those two guys, um, th their days were kind of flip-flopped, right? Um, but again, the resolve of this 23 team, they got behind the eight ball. They Booty Barker had some interesting strategy, which probably cost Bubba some stage points, but he was battling for the win. Like, he led 111 laps today. William Byron only led six. And, um, yeah, let, let's go ahead and get to William Byron, who gets win 300 for Hendrick. I missed about the last 60 laps of this race. I saw the Suarez spin. I didn't see anything else after that. But William Byron uh, started 18th, got into the top 10, I think, once before the halfway mark. Didn't have any speed. But again, somehow wins this race. Win number six on the year. A free pass to the round of 12 or to the round of eight, which it would have been a little dicey for him, I think. I think he still would have made it. I still have him in my championship four just because of his uncanny ability this year to win races. We've seen him dominate like at Las Vegas. And then we've seen him be fast and then just steal one late like at Phoenix. We've seen races like Darlington and uh, this one today at Texas where he just kind of shows up late and steals one. We saw races like Atlanta where he won in a rain delay, and then Watkins Glen where nobody thought about him at first, and then midway through the race, he takes over, and he just put his foot on the neck of the field and didn't let up. 
Um, but win number six, congrats to Willie B. A breakout year. He's finally closing out races. Um, most deserving win? No. But in NASCAR deserves has nothing to do with it. And ultimately, right spot, right time. Um, and he did what he had to do today. Not his fault. Not his fault. Um, Kyle Larson, though, how disappointing. It looked like, and he was, he was boat racing this field. He was boat racing this field. This race was over with about 60 laps to go. Jones, Hamlin, they could battle for second all they won. Larson was six seconds um, in front. He was in his own zip code, and then Daniel Suarez spun, and then Ryan Blaney wrecked, and then Larson himself got loose under Bubba Wallace and crashed. Not a good day for the Kyles today at Texas, as Kyle Busch early in the race thought he had a flat tire. He made the call himself. He said he made the call himself to stay on the racetrack, and that call ultimately is what may cost him um, a spot to fight for a championship. He is now, I believe, last in the standings, basically in a must-win, which he did win at Talladega in the spring, but the Roval has been none too kind to him. So this will be a big test for that 18 next week, and at the Roval especially is, can Kyle Busch show that he's Kyle Busch? Or will that 18, just kind of like last year with Reddick, when they had a great driver and a fast car, will execution just be the death of them because it was today like right now i'd pick the 23 team over the 18 easily i would pick the 11 the 5 the 24 the 20 um the 6 the 17 i'd the 19 even as bad as they've looked in these playoffs i'd pick all of them over kyle bush right now because bush either he doesn't have the speed or he does and something goes wrong it's just that's been the story of their playoffs been the story of their season Honestly, since Gateway, three wins in the first 15 races, we say, okay, Kyle Busch has arrived. I picked him to win the championship this year. And since, the season has just gone downhill in a massive way. I think he had 11, 12 race, top 10 streak. That's gone. The speed is all gone. These next two weeks, obviously, they're going to make or break his season. But it's going to say a lot about what Kyle Busch's tenure at RCR could be. Are they going to be a team that falls short? Are they going to be a team that rises to the occasion? That's the question. See, the difference is with Kyle Larson, guys, he might have had a worse result today, but he had so much speed. That car was a monster. Kyle Larson today was a monster. Um, and I, I still think they're going to make the round of 12. I know it's been his trouble round, but I just, that Roval, man, is a race that Larson can absolutely just tear the field apart in. Um, obviously, he's going to have to fight his teammate, Chase Elliott, for it, going to have to fight Busher for it, Truex, but. Man, um, I just I have way more confidence in Kyle Larson because he's won at all but one of these tracks left. Six races left. I think Kyle Bush is the only guy that can say that. The only other guy. But Dega is such a wild card. The Roval is a wild card too. But I don't know. Denny Hamlin looked really good today. Didn't quite have the race winning pace. He finished his fifth. He was second third for a lot of that final run ends up in a top five spot and he's still my championship favorite larson is right there i think it should be a championship too i know busher kozlowski they've they've been very good in these playoffs bell's even picking it up now but uh they've really been the only two that have looked championship caliber and i know byron won but byron was a no-show in that first round like a no-show um bubba's picking it up chastain's picking it up it's gonna be a wild ride uh, Ryan Blaney today was in the top five and had a great run going, and he ends up 28th due to a wreck. 
It also collected, unfortunately, Eric Jones, who was second or third. I think they can make the playoffs next year. There's a lot to be excited about, both for the rest of this year and for next year at Legacy Motor Club. Carson Hosevar, um, where where did he finish today? He only finishes in whoa, where okay, 16th, so really good. He he got in the wall. Still bounces back. But then you have John Hunter Nemechek, who's now won seven races this year, and, and that pusher show will be out on Tuesday for the Xfinity race at Texas. But um, you got a guy who's won seven races in Xfinity coming over, and now Eric Jones, who since Pocono has been one of the best drivers in the Cup Series. Like, not joking. He's been on fire these last two months, and I think five or six top tens in that span. Eric Jones is looking like the Eric Jones last year that won the Southern 500. Um, I think that's it as far as big stories. So let's go through the results and then we'll look at the playoff standings because holy mackerel, did they change after this race? So you have Byron who is locked in. He's the first man locked in the only man locked in with this win. Ross Chastain in second, a great run for him today. Bubba Wallace, the dominant car of the day who led 111 laps ends up third. Christopher Bell, who just needed a clean race in fourth. Denny in fifth. How about Kevin Harvick? Emily said to keep an eye on him. He ends up in sixth. Brad Keselowski in seventh. Daniel Suarez shows some resolve um, after the spin to finish eighth. Ricky Stenhouse in ninth. Chase Briscoe, tenth. Chase Elliott, eleventh. Alex Bowman, twelfth. Justin Haley, solid run in thirteenth. Chris Busher in fourteenth. He was disappointed. You could tell he was very fast. Started on the outside pole. And led a couple laps. It just wasn't in the cards today for him to get a good finish. Michael McDowell was fastest in practice. Ends up 15th. He had a fast car today. Josevar 16th. Martin Truex, what's wrong with him? Like, really? What's wrong with him? I There's just no speed in that team. And I don't know what's going on. One of the strongest teams in the regular season. The regular season champ. And now they're kind of folding under the pressure. The buffer helps. But like Larson, Dega is not a good track for Truex. The Roval is. Road courses are. But I wouldn't put all my eggs in that in that road course basket. They're going to have to do well at Talladega. They're not. It's not as imperative that the 19 team does well at Talladega like it is for Larson. But it's still big that they run well there. Eric Amarola, 18th. Ty Dillon, 19th. Burton in 20th. Joey Logano, 21st. How about BJ McLeod getting a 22nd on speed? Hey. I know they just sold their charter. They're not going to be running full-time in Cup next year, but that's still impressive. Ryan Priest, 23rd. Zane Smith, 24th. Tyler Reddick, 25th. He led 36 laps, and then they got off strategy, and then the car fell off a cliff. What could have been a banner day for 23-11 ends up as one half great, one half bad. Just unfortunate. That, 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 that was a regular season 45-team race, not a playoff 45 team race. Corey LaJoy, 26th, went for a spin today. Austin Sendrick, 27th. Blaney, Almondinger, Jones, all caught up in that multi car incident, 28th, 29th, and 30th. Larson, 31st. JJ Yaley, 32nd. Ty Gibbs got together with Denny Hamlin on pit road. The damage didn't seem to affect Denny's car, uh, but it took Ty Gibbs out of the race. Kyle Busch, 34th. Todd Gillen, 35th. And Austin Dillon, who blew a tire early, only completed. 40 laps um, is scored in last. Let's see if we have the updated standings yet. If not, we'll head on over to ESPN, and we do not, in fact, have the updated standings. Oh, let's go with ESPN, NASCAR points, and we will check over there. 
for that. Alrighty. So yeah, Byron locked in. Six wins this year. Half of his top fives have been wins. Over half of his top fives have been wins. I think this is accurate. I hope it is. Denny Hamlin is plus 37. Christopher Busher is plus 20. Uh, Christopher Bell is plus 18. You have Martin Truex plus 17. Ross Chastain plus 10. Keselowski plus... I'm sorry. I had this wrong. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, Denny's plus 37. Busher plus 22. Bell is plus 20. Truex plus 19. Chastain plus 12. Keselowski plus 8. Kyle Larson, the last man in the round of eight right now, only plus two. Bubba Wallace earns his fifth top five and eighth top ten of the season. He is two points back, the first man out. Reddick is now three out. Both 2311 cars are out. However, they're on wildly different momentum levels after this race. Because one race in the playoffs is a momentum streak, a top ten streak, because there's it's such a short stretch. Blaney is now minus 11, and Kyle Busch, minus 17. Not a must-win. That's two stages. He can make that up at Talladega next week in the first two stages, but it's not likely. Um, it's very unfortunate. Um, this was a good round for Blaney in terms of how the tracks match up, right? Texas, he won the All-Star race here. He's always good at Dega, and he's won at the Roval before. Um, but it's just how each track matches up for each driver. Like, the two best guys for this round, I would think, would be Bubba Wallace and Ryan Blaney. And they're both below the cut line. And I know Bubba had a good day. Blaney didn't. But then you look at guys like Bush, like Larson, like Truex, that aren't necessarily built for this round. This round is the kryptonite of Larson, especially. And you kind of begin to wonder. And you look at Dega and how big it could be for a Chris Busher, who won the last super speed race. Kozlowski, who hasn't won in over two years. But his last win, Talladega. Denny Hamlin, who's... Okay on road courses, but Dega is his bread and butter. Super speed racing is one of his best assets. So it's just a matter of how each race, how each round sets up for each driver. That is how you look at who's going to advance and who's not. I still stand by my picks. I'm feeling good about Blaney and Bush being eliminated as above a fan. I want him to move on. I'm not sure I see it because the Roval's in there, but it's hope so. Chastain might make it. I know he's getting, you know, you don't think of him when you think super speeded racer. He won at Talladega last year in the spring. And road courses are where he's really shined so far in his career. So Chastain might somehow make it to the round of eight. I don't know. But thank you guys for listening and watching. Like, subscribe, comment, share on YouTube, on the podcast, rate, review. Tomorrow, Emily and I will talk to uh, Bryce Hall, the general manager of the Arrowhead Speedway in Colker, Oklahoma. Tomorrow, I'll talk to Ken Martin, the director of historical content for NASCAR. Y'all will see that on Wednesday. On Tuesday, we'll have a late Xfinity post-race show. Thursday, we'll get you all set with the Truck Series preview for Talladega. Friday, of course, Cup Preview Friday, a podcast and a video out to preview the Yellowwood 500. And then, of course, coverage Saturday and Sunday from Talladega Super Speedway, the next races in the Truck Series and Cup Series playoffs. Thank you for listening and watching. I'm Samuel Sudge from the Spotter Stand and the Below the Yellow Line podcast. You can email me at belowtheyellowlinepodcast at gmail.com. I will see you guys later. Goodbye.